Welcome to the Carolina Contractor Show with your host, Donnie Blanchard, brought to you in part by GAF, the world's largest roofing manufacturer. We protect what matters most. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply in Raleigh, a roofing supplier with a different approach. Ta-da! We made it on the air again. Welcome to the Carolina Contractor Show. My name is Eric Smith. Across from me, Donnie Blanchard. And you sound much better today, don't you? Yes, sir. I'm feeling wonderful, man. Ready to do a good show. It is a weird time. We mentioned last Mm -hmm. week when you're walking around with allergies and stuff like with uh, pollen and people are looking at you funny because you're sneezing and you have watery eyes. You want to have a shirt that says, it's just the pollen. So what is the Carolina Contractor Show about? It's not about pollen. It's about your house. Go to the website to get some more details first, thecarolinacontractor.com. We got links to past shows. You can download those. We got the link to the Facebook page and YouTube. Also, if you have a question for Donnie, he's a general contractor. You can go submit it there at the website. There's a little button to ask the contractor, put in your info and your question. And maybe one would be, should you wash your car during pollen season? <laughs> I don't understand why people do it. I just ride it out for another. Right another couple weeks, and and, and that would be my advice to you. But today we're going to be talking about copper, but before we get into that, Donnie pulls into the parking lot, and I'm here high atop the seventh floor of Smoke Tree Tower. I look out in the parking lot, and there's this truck and a big trailer, Mm -hmm. and it's loaded with a bunch of stuff. What's going on? Yeah, man, uh, we've been working on a house at the coast for a while now, and we finally got everything wrapped up. We got the power turned back onto the house, and so uh, today is appliance day, and uh, I went by Lowe's, and I have a really good contact there. I usually buy all my big ticket items there, and mm-hmm. um, I just got all the appliances. It's got a great deal on them, by the way, and I, I, maybe I shouldn't say this on the air, but um, I have a, a really good, reliable contact at Lowe's. He always helps me. I probably bother him more than I would like to admit, but mm-hmm. um, anytime I make a big purchase there, I always say, hey, can you QSP this? QSP means quote support system. And anytime you spend over a certain amount, I don't know what the cutoff, but I think it's $1,000, $1,200. Um, you can ask them to QSP those items and they basically run those through and the higher ups will offer a discount. And I know this program is primarily for general contractors, but um, you know, if you're just somebody off the street wanting to make a big purchase, it would not hurt to go to the commercial end of the store and ask if you're going to spend several thousand dollars. Have you ever come out of Lowe's empty handed? I don't think so. You can't do that. I spent about $2 there once and I thought, wow, what a funny feeling. And uh, it? that is kind of <laughs> odd to do that. <laughs> but yeah, when I leave here, I'm, I'm headed to the coast. I'm pleased to say it's about 75 down there this weekend. And um, I don't know if you've been to Topsail Island, but beautiful but, place. Okay. Is it Topsail or Topsail? Oh, that's funny. You should ask. If you ask a local, they'll say you'll get ran off the island saying Topsail sale. Uh, I started as a top sale guy. I'm uh-huh. top sold now because they've broken me in. But uh, cool story there. Um, History lesson. <laughs> right. The island is so thin that basically the the inlet that sits right off of the Atlantic side, uh, uh, the, the rumor is that uh, pirates, uh, particularly Blackbeard, used to uh, park on the inlet side. And when the merchant ships would make their trip north from the West Indies, they would ambush those merchant ships. So they would come out of the inlet there and you mm-hmm. know hopefully if the winds were in their favor they'd be able to walk that merchant ship down and take all the goods so eventually the merchant ships got wise and they passed the word on that this particular island there you know you would need to look for the top sail or topsail of the ship that was uh, attempting to pursue them and hence the name got tagged Topsail Island just to avoid the pirate ships. Now, where did you hear this? Is this Uh, a wives tale or something? No, I read it. I I bought a book called Topsail Island, Mayberry by the Sea. And Mm -hmm. I read so much for work that it's tough for me to read leisurely. But uh, I picked this thing up and couldn't put it down. And that was uh, the second chapter of the book was all about how they got their name. You know, another town I consider Mayberry by the Sea, I just thought of was Southport. Mm -hmm. 
And that's the thing about the, the coast of North Carolina. I love going to the beach because there's so many little towns there. Yeah. Well, they're becoming fewer and farther between. But even if you go out to the outer banks like Frisco and Hatteras and stuff, mm-hmm. it still is kind of cool that there's this little towns or areas that it's like a time machine. Mm-hmm. And I love that part of our coast. For sure. The Dollar General on every other corner is it, not well, very yeah. appealing to me. Yeah, my sister has a place up in the mountains and mm-hmm. you're driving on the highway and she literally says, turn left at the Dollar Tree. Right. And I'm like, the what? She goes, just trust me. <laughs> and sure enough, there's nothing, nothing. nothing. And then just a Dollar Tree sitting on the corner and nice. you turn left and next thing you know, you're in little Switzerland. <laughs> Something else though, that popped up in my mind was you've heard about the cicadas. This right. year is going to be like the largest bumper crop of cicadas. And someone else told me that means the snake population will probably be strong this year Mm. because birds are the number one predator of cicadas, but snakes love them too. They're easy protein. Snakes are into keto, evidently. (laughs) So the snake population increases because there's a huge food source with all these cicadas coming up from the ground. And they're a slow mover. We see them usually when they're big and flying, but that that initial birth section, the snakes are right at their level and they uh, feed on them. And my cats bring them in the house too. Ouch. So cats are number three. We're going to kick off the show now officially with a subject we talked about a year ago, and and this was something you did a lot of research in and I found out was fascinating, and it's about how to make a still. No, it's not. It's about (laughs) copper, though. Yeah, I'd like to know how to make a still. That seems interesting if I could keep that off the radar. Watch MASH. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, I used to feel like I had something up my sleeve that if I ever needed this, I would would use it. But um, have you ever heard folks say that you can kill a tree with a copper nail? Yeah, I've heard of it. That's like an old wives tale. I never researched it until last year, and it's actually true. So I had Get no, out. I swear. It, I had no idea. Um, people used to say, if you want to kill somebody's tree, you know, throw a copper nail in it. And I always thought, well, if I don't like somebody enough, you know, I'll do just that. And uh, never thinking the thought that uh, I don't know where to get copper nails. Uh, of course, now I do because we use that in our copper flashing. But um, Oh, yeah. Anyway, you can order, order them online now, and um, sure enough, if it's a smaller tree, a single copper nail will kill that tree. So if you're in a situation where some sort of chemical or salt water isn't uh, an option, you know, you could basically take copper nails, and if it's a larger tree trunk, you could drive those about every two inches around the tree trunk and just let it be, and the tree will eventually die. Today's become an educational show. Right. Topsail and Blackbeard and now copper nails. I always thought that was just an old wives' tale, but it ends up. I thought you were going to say something to the effect of if you don't like your neighbor, that's a, a good, quiet option there. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I'm I don't not endorse gonna, we, that. We are highly discouraging that <laughs> to happen. But there are good things copper can do. As a matter of fact, more good than bad. So right. let's dive in the show again. Yeah. Last year, because of COVID, copper came to the forefront right. and a lot of people didn't know what it could do. That's exactly right. And I'm the kind of guy where everybody said, hey, we'll hunker down, we'll stay home, we'll wear the mask and, and do everything that everybody's saying. I just kind of, I've always been the guy to buck the system a little bit. And the reason I dove into this is because I thought we can do all that in, as in terms of preventative measures, but how do we fight back? I mean, mm-hmm. how do we basically, not speaking in terms of just COVID, but how do we fight back? And when I read that uh, copper had these properties that would basically kill all viruses. I said, well, there's, there's got to be something to this. Mm-hmm. And um, the way that this was discovered is back in the 1800s, there was a cholera outbreak in France. So basically this this doctor went to study the cholera outbreak and he, uh, he studied a particular group of people who all worked at a copper smelting plant. So while all these people were dying around there, everybody was perfectly healthy that worked at the copper smelting plant and their families as well. So, you know, usually they would all live in one village. They would go work at this mill and then they would go home mm-hmm. and everybody was kind of contained there. So um, the French doctor, you know, he figured out that basically it was the copper on their hands and they were just constantly handling that, that it was killing any virus that could make its way to these folks. 
And uh, the more he looked into it, he figured out people who were playing brass instruments and things similar to that, you know, they were also very well protected. So this mm-hmm. put him on the trail of a heck of a discovery. So that guy that was playing tuba and made fun of later on, he was like, suckers. <laughs> yeah, only guy left alive. <laughs> when you take it even further back in history, you know, people refer to copper as this gift from Mother Nature, and it's been documented for thousands and thousands of years. Uh, the first time we were able to find any evidence of this is there was an Egyptian medical document, and they actually used their symbol for eternal life when they referred to copper and their hieroglyphics. Wow. So it goes that far back, and you fast forward a few hundred years. Uh, Phoenician history talks about how soldiers used to put the shavings from their bronze swords in their wounds, and while they thought it was a healing agent, basically it just prevented infection. So several places in history, they have these instances where women used to pass on a tradition of having their sick kids drink out of copper cups because they thought that this prevented stomach problems when in reality— it just prevented infection. So the idea that the copper was the healing agent yeah. was was incorrect, but it was the preventative agent, exactly. I guess, of allowing that stuff to spread. Wow, you can find a ton of info online about how this actually works. And the way that a scientist would describe this is if a germ lands on a copper surface, it basically the copper attacks it like bullets. So uh, if you can imagine the cell's membrane being penetrated by 20 bullets, it, it pretty much attacks it. And three or four minutes later, you know, it shreds it to pieces and it's not. Uh, evident on a microscope even. So, and this works for like COVID-19 and yep. SARS and E. coli and, and everything. Even the flu virus can't live on copper. That's correct? exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, I guess the big question if we were talking on a residential level is if copper is this killing machine and uh, side note, alloys of copper like brass and bronze, I think tin and copper make the bronze and nickel and copper make the brass, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have the same exact property, so they kill all viruses as well. And as you know, uh, oil rub bronze or a lot of times brass fixtures were popular 20, 30 years ago, but uh, all the older houses that have actual brass and bronze in there, you know, all your door handles are completely virus proof. And here's the thing people need to think about as you're yep. listening, how can I incorporate corp- uh, copper into my house? Mm-hmm. Think about you get out of your car, you're mm-hmm. walking to your house, follow your hands. These are the things that if you make copper out of them, you can change. And there are a lot of things you found out that we can put copper on or exchange out for copper. So kind of start with a story where you first found out about copper being used in the house. Yeah, well, I checked my own house, first of all. And we mentioned on the show a while back that one way to test for this is, of course, you can scratch the surface and see if it looks like um, maybe like a copper or a bronze plated steel. Of course, it'll look silver under there. But an easier way is to have a a small magnet and see if the magnet sticks to that because, of course, it will stick to the steel but not actual bronze. And uh, shortly after we did the copper show, I get a call from someone. had no idea who this guy was, but I go out to look at a issue they were having with the roof. And, um, of course, we spent a couple hours together, and uh, they had some other issues. We lined up some subcontractors right there on site and basically just knocked their problems out, uh, one, two, three, four. And as I'm about to walk away, I uh, the, the wife asked me about the radio show. So, of course, I said, yes, I do the radio show every week. And uh, we started to talk about the copper show I had done a couple weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, this ended up being Dr. Peden's wife, who was yep. the immunologist we had on the show. And uh, what a timely uh, show that we put out there with him last year because he took about 100 websites and consolidated it into one 28-minute podcast. But mm-hmm. I just so happened to have that same magnet in my pocket. So as we're walking um, through Is that his a magnet house. in your pocket? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I knew you had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're walking through his house, you know, I check out his fixtures. And of course, he had real bronze everywhere. And it made me feel really good because he didn't know that, that the bronze was a virus killing agent there and much less that he had real bronze through his house. So uh, we tested his uh, sink faucet and just everything we could. And of course, he had the real deal everywhere. From a practical standpoint, you know, copper fixtures and everything aren't available probably 
have more success looking in the bronze family now. But um, before you buy anything, like I say, even if you had to take a magnet from the store and test what you're buying before right. you check out with it would be a good idea. But uh, one thing that we've uh, changed out is a, a copper sink. So you spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Uh, primary place in the kitchen is the kitchen sink and right. a copper sink. You know, they're expensive, but they're forever. So uh, I think we spent about $450 on ours and uh, just very, very pleased with it. Um, some other options, they actually have copper tubs, not that Ooh. you're, you know, well, virus transmission, if you have three kids and they all take separate baths in the evening, I could see justifying a copper I hose tub. them off in the backyard. Yeah, it's probably a couple, <laughs> probably a couple grand for that tub though. Uh, copper countertops. If you want to Google this and take a look they they look a lot better than you would think. Okay. I'm, I'm sure that you have to have somebody that knows what they're doing because, you know, it's so malleable that you could mess that up. But, um, copper handrails through your house, while it may not Fit the wood theme, uh, copper handrails, that's something that you touch all the time. Uh, would you believe they even make a copper toilet seat? <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to go there. Boy, but, talk about in the winter. Yeah. They Woo, also, that's going to be cold. <laughs> um, and it takes it doesn't take fingerprints very well. Um, but the uh, they have antimicrobial doormats, and you don't give enough uh, thought to how many germs that you bring into your house on your shoes. So we normally kick our shoes off. Oh, wow. Off and, no, I didn't think. I was thinking yeah. you are going to say being barefoot. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. You very good. Um, copper brass, bronze cabinet doorknobs. You know, yep. everybody handles the cabinets. Um, the um, copper eating utensils, uh, while they might be hard to find, that's one of those things where the investment would be worth it because they'll last a long time. Uh, copper cups, and I'm not just talking about for a Moscow mule. You know, that's you can keep that through the winter. Say if you have um, a kid who brings germs in and out of the house, and of course this hasn't been the case this year, but uh, when we had kindergartners go through, I can remember I've never been so sick because they brought so many things home mm-hmm. with them. And um, just any way to offset set that is a good thing. Uh, if you have a bar area, a copper footrest is something that you can get your hands on at a uh, maybe like a pool table supply place. Yeah. We carry something like There's that. Bar supply stores too. Yeah. A copper mailbox on a re- from a residential standpoint, that's one area where you exchange things with the outside world, so to speak. And it would probably look pretty cool, a copper yeah. mailbox. One thing that I think is a good idea, and I have this on my keychain, is I have a copper tool for pushing buttons, opening doors, and all that. And I've always been a little bit of a germaphobe because of the kids, right. uh, where I'll push the door open with my foot or what have you. But um, that little tool is about $6, and I use it daily. One thing that I think slides past a lot of people is just how much we handle our phones and your phone is yes. probably something that you handle the most where virus transmission can take place. Cool story is some college kids from Tennessee last year, they both came down with COVID. They went in full recovery, but after they came out, they said, Hey, we want to make a difference. Basically they made a cell phone case that was made out of copper and it's not very expensive or anything. And they pretty much put out something similar to a GoFundMe for a business. And I think they reached their goal within just a couple of weeks and they bypassed the goal times 10 uh, a short time after that, but um, pretty cool stories. They they made these copper cases, and that's just something that that they saw as a way to give back. Uh, when we looked into it, the company's still going strong. They actually have cases for your AirPods. They have masks that are copper infused. Uh, a pen that was another thing. Yeah. A copper pen because that's something that's handled. Uh, I could see that being a really good solution for an office environment. But um, if you want to check that website out, it's Aris dot one. That's A E R I S dot O N E. All right, this is the Carolina Contractor Show. And again, we're talking about copper and the benefits of it, especially when it comes to viruses like COVID or the flu or something else. We'll put up details at the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. Well, let's continue on with this, Donnie. Some of the other things you can use copper for that you wouldn't think about normally. Yeah, um, I don't know how practical these are for residential application, but, um, you know, 
copper paint. They make something similar to what they use on boats. Um, copper air filter. You know, I could see a, mm. a I could see a system where you put the UV light that we talked about on the HVAC coil, and then had the copper air filter to catch the air before it even gets to the UV light. So, um, do they make those? Do you know? Uh, yes, I believe they do. Wow, they're just not readily available at the moment, and I, I'm I'm not sure why, but um, I think that would be a good thing. And you know, copper pipes. I don't really know if I see copper pipes being a thing again, just because PEX has just blown by the copper pipes in terms of practicality, cost, and a few other things. But um, you know, if someone's putting off your kitchen remodel and you've been putting it off and putting it off, I think some of these things that we talked about might be not that you have to do everything, but incorporating just a few of these things well, might be a good idea. Maybe you just only need to incorporate a part of that right. with copper. So maybe a made feed a main feed line, you could make that copper True. and then because once it gets to that that's like the gate. That's the gate. After that, it doesn't matter if it's the pecs. Genius. You should patent that idea. I just did. Thank <laughs> you, everybody. I'll look for my checks in the mail. If we were going to move over to commercial, I would say that um, one thing, this actually gave me the idea for the show. So I'm going through our bank and, of course, I always have fun with the bank ladies and we joke around and I said, hey, you know, you need to let me bring my metal break over here. And by the way, metal break is B-R-A-K-E. A lot of people think it's B-R-E-A-K, like you're going to break the metal in half and then bend it. It's but a the, stop. It's a stop. And that way it, it basically holds the metal. It puts a break on it so you can bend it without it moving around. Um, anyway, I uh, said, so let me bring my metal break over here and I can line your drawer, which is their, that was their window to the outside world. Let me line this with copper. And they said, hi, hey, let, let us run that up the chain there. And, uh, you know, they came back to me and said, Hey, we may have all the banks in the state. And I said, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't offer all that. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, my bank folks are really good to me and I uh, thought I would do that for them as a way to prevent any kind of virus transmission for them. Business checkout areas. I know a couple of local businesses I've seen have lined their counter where the cash registry is in copper. And a lot of times if you see a bar top, uh, bar tops are copper for that same reason. Door handles and push plates for in a commercial building. Those are no brainers. Um, handrails, like we mentioned, that's that applies to residential or commercial. And Cool story is uh, Grand Central Station, they had copper handrails. They were installed about 100 years ago. Wow. And basically, they went and tested those out to make sure they still had the same antimicrobial properties, and they worked just as well as they did 100 years ago. So that's another thing to think about. It's a long-term investment. I mean, it's right. not like your door handle on your residential might be there for 100 years. But that's it. But in a commercial uh, aspect, it's a long-term investment that will usually, you know, that Art Deco thing came back. Right. So two or three times. So yep. keep the copper. Well, I'll tell you why the commercial application is really important, but a few other things, incorporating copper into elevators, you know, handicap grab bars, toilet paper dispensers. They actually have a method where they can blend textile fibers with copper for like an antimicrobial fabric. I was wondering if you could get shirts and other clothing, gloves. For the paranoid people that you see walking around that are overprotected, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe that's they'll come out with a clothing line for those. And it could work. It could. Again, copyright it. Um, Copper in schools, daycares, nursing homes. I just think that uh, if these businesses are going to get grants to upfit things, they should seriously consider outfitting their buildings with as much antimicrobial things as they can. And the reason this is important in a commercial application is when you use copper along with standard hygiene protocols, it has shown that you can reduce the bacteria in a healthcare setting by as much as 90%. That's really strong. Um, They did a study back in the 80s, and they found out that a hospital doorknob made of brass, and of course that's part copper, uh, barely had any E. coli growth. So... When they compare that to a stainless steel knob, you know, a, a stainless steel, uh, the way they worded it was it was heavily colonized. And uh, this is really significant because uh, healthcare acquired infections in the United States, I think there's about a 1.7 million a year was the stat wow. and around 100,000 deaths linked to the healthcare acquired infections. And so when you look at the cost to treat those, they say that that's somewhere between 35 and 45 billion annually. So 
imagine cutting that number by 90%. I mean, that's money saved, lives saved, and and all this stuff sounds like a no-brainer. And you think to yourself, like, what happened? Copper used to be everywhere and uh, just much more prominent. And um, the answer is basically stainless steel, aluminum, and plastic replaced copper. And so as those became more uh, readily available uh, mm-hmm. and, and they got Cost cheaper. Efficient. Yes, yep. exactly. It just made sense to get to gravitate away from the copper. But um, I just think that uh, folks didn't give the infection pre- prevention uh, enough credit in that or even, you know, who in the last hundred years thought we would go through a pandemic. When we were talking to Dr. Peden, I said, man, you know, isn't it safe to say that a lot of these things that we're doing now post pandemic or, you know, in the, in the middle or the even the beginning of the pandemic fall in the category of things we should have did anyway. So right. I think that if we can adopt some of these better practices, it will uh, credit or it will honor some of those people's lives who were lost. And, uh, you know, for everybody's sacrifice, there's going to be a lot of people saved because we've gotten smarter through this whole thing. No question. You had some list here with a couple minutes we have left in the show, mm-hmm. Donnie, about uh, copper and where you can find it. And, mm-hmm. and of course, we forget about it, but yeah. number one is what? Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Uh, it's made from 179,000 pounds of copper, and I guess I've seen it a couple of times, but just never thought about it. Now, what about the average house? Average house, they say that has around 400 pounds of copper that's used for electrical wiring, piping, appliances, and that sort of thing. And the car's like 50. Now, yep. before you sit there and go, you know what, I'm gonna, hun, I'm going to torch the house. Get all the <laughs> copper and take it. Copper is two, three bucks yeah. a pound. So right. you're talking... You're lucky. You could. The average house has maybe a thousand dollars worth of copper right. in it. Uh, all gold contains some level of copper. Twenty-four karat gold. Even mm-hmm. uh, they say that this is because gold is so soft; it can be molded at, at, by your hands, and it just calls for a bit of copper to be added to harden it up. Um, professional chefs, right up my alley here. Uh, they prefer to cook with copper pots and pans. I don't have any, so I guess I'm not a professional. But um, they say that it delivers a more uniform cooking uh, result and it doesn't have any hot spots so if i had a big kitchen with a high ceiling mm-hmm. i might buy copper pots and pans mm-hmm. only just to hang them because they look great when they're hanging <laughs> up but yeah. another fun fact is uh, i didn't know this until i read this list is that copper tools won't call sparks so basically they're the tool of uh, choice if you're working around anything that's flammable or explosive i did not know that Same either here. that's great yep this is probably the best thing on the list. Uh, copper is 100% recyclable. So nearly 80% of the copper that's out there right now and has been produced and is in use, you know, that, that's been out there the whole time. So copper, they say that it can continue to be recycled without changing any of its properties. I want to say that we've only tapped into, and this isn't on the list, but I remember from last year that we've only tapped into about 12% of the world's copper resources. So wow. because it's so recyclable, that's, that's really strong. I guess we'll, we'll there's, never not use a, it there's not a... a need to constantly dig and and bring it it up. Well, you'd put on this list as we wrap up the show that copper is often referred to as man's eternal metal because Mm -hmm. it's so durable, it's long lasting, Mm -hmm. it can be used in basically all applications in our daily lives. And I think the fact that you went again a year ago and dug all this up and found out the value of copper, just having fixtures and things like that in your house, a year's gone by. Uh, We've had a sink faucet replaced. I went ahead and replaced it with <laughs> copper because of that. How much more did you spend? 20, 30 bucks more at Lowe's. I got this uh, simple fixture and it works great. I also went around with my girls and we took the magnet test. Again, as Donnie said, if you put it on copper, it's not going to stick. Steel, it will stick to. I didn't realize some of the fixtures and door handles in our house are copper and mm-hmm. I didn't even realize it. Right. Or they were bronze. It never registered because the magnet didn't stick. And I looked closer and went, oh, these are bronze. Right. So maybe it's one reason our family, <laughs> uh, grace of God, doesn't get sick very often. 
But we had some fixtures already in place that I had no idea if a virus landed on them, they would not survive. So a good little thing you can do is go around your house and see what you have and then find those door handles and, and things that are steel and think about maybe replacing them with copper. And again, you don't have to do it in one weekend. Just as something breaks or needs to be updated, think about using copper. It's great for viruses. And it's beneficial because even with COVID having a, a great downswing and we're hoping getting rid of it soon, the flu virus will come back. There's all sorts of viruses that you can transfer to yeah. and from other people just in your house. All right, Don, you going to put up this info on the website? I sure will. Yes, sir. Well, that website is thecarolinacontractor.com. Again, you can listen to past shows. Also, if you have a question for Donnie, we'll try to get some of those next week. It's just today's subject was just very interesting. But you click on the Ask the Contractor button. That's where you're going to find the information, you put out your name and your question to Donnie. He'll get back to you. We'd like to answer those on the air. And again, if you have something you want to talk about, we love different subjects and, and the copper being one of them. Or you can learn some history about Topsail Island by going to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. We hope you have a great week and we will talk to you again on the Carolina Contractor Show. Thanks for listening to the Carolina Contractor Show, presented by SureTop Roofing. Learn more and submit your questions at thecarolinacontractor.com. Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered.